Hello, hello. Welcome to Kill the Bottle Podcast. That is Amora, a.k.a. the Yum Yum Foodie, and always my lovely co-host, Megan Elizabeth. How are you? Great. Yeah? I'm so, <laughs> Meg, I'm I think, so I, good. I think you've gotten the droll great, just uh, as so great. so down as I'm possible. Fine. No, At good. least you're not vocal fry, like uh, contestants on The Bachelor. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. 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 See, find a positive. Uh, <laughs> it, it is called Kill the Bottle Podcast, and in honor of two... Two guests where we're having a, a, a sip of something today. Um, in honor of a one previous guest on the show, Mr. Paul Feig, we are drinking a gin martini using his Arding Stalls delicious friggin' gin. Uh, so that's what we're using in our gin martini. And in honor of the gentleman we're about to speak to, another previous guest, one, one thing that we love to do here on Kill a Bottle is really acknowledge and support uh, you know, folks that have supported us in, in any new endeavor, any fun thing that they're doing. And, you know, without further ado, I want to bring this guest on. We are drinking the gin martini for a friend of the show who loves martinis. Oh, mister. I just said peace out, man. Peace. Oh, I mean, peace. Peace. Peace, peace. peace out. Not peace, peace out. Not peace out. Not, <laughs> Not peace out. out. Okay. So just peace because he loves a good martini. If you, if you don't recognize that sultry voice, that is Mr. Craig Kilborn. Hello, Craig. Thank you, guys. It's good to be home. It's good to be back. Hey, you're not mad if I drink vodka martinis. I mean, gin is the classic. That's what they started with years ago. And then it went to vodka. But I drink vodka martinis. But I'll try gin. I've done it a few times. I've had a Vesper. and Yeah, know. go for it. Drink, you know, drink, you know my, my thing is, as, I, I, as, much as, I, uh, as much as I drink, and I don't know about you, but I always find like the better the vodka, the less it tastes like vodka. And the better the gin, it still tastes like some kind of botanicals or something like that. So... What's your what's your go to vodka? You may have told us before, but I'm brain farting. Well, I like uh, I like uh, Chopin vodka, which is made from potatoes. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite, followed by Belvedere. Okay, yeah. And then there and then there's another one that's not uh, on that tier, but it's I used to drink it a lot called Kettle One. Oh, so yeah. those are my those are my three. Well, and th that's cool because those are those are three you can kind of find everywhere. It's not yeah. like you're busting out some obscure vodka that is only going to be available at one bar in London kind of thing. You're, yeah, you know. there's there, there's an expensive one called Jewel of Russia that's kind of fun, but uh, I don't I don't haven't had that in a few years. So, I don't drink as much as I, I drink a lot of red wine, and I save the vodka for special occasions. Yeah, well, last time you were on the show, we you I think you were having a martini, and we were drinking uh, some some red wine. And uh, today I was like, you know what, I. I, I I'm I'm inspired because of your your post lately. I just just you. So I'm, what I'm referring to is is Craig on Instagram, uh, just to just to you know just to feel like a man of the people. He loves to get on there and and really connect. And uh, <laughs> you know he's he's been out and about. He's been at Republic here in L.A. He's you know he's Republic he, yeah oh, Republic. And uh, you know now now I I, I gotta admit this is right I'm by a, my house. I'm a, I love that place. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. a Kilborny. Is that your fan club? I guess I'm a Kilborny. Is that a new? I don't know. Is that a thing? I haven't heard that. I just uh, made it up. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going with a martini for you, even though I did make it different, and I put I put orange peel instead of lemon, and I used uh, two dashes of orange bitters from Scrappies, and then one oh. dash of Angostura bitters. So just just like a nice nice round nice. gin martini. And that's uh, that's your friend Paul Feig. Is that correct? Yeah, this is Paul's gin. Yeah. yeah, it's pronounced Fig, correct? Yep. He's a, he's a bit of a legend. Yeah, he likes uh, a friend of mine wanted us to meet on Instagram, but but he's he's a real, a really talented guy, and he loves his uh, his gin. Yeah, he has his own brand, I believe. 
Uh, Megan, a quick question for you. Uh, Republic, which you say is near your house, I can actually walk there as well because mm-hmm. we both we live in beautiful Hancock Park, which is an old historic area. But they have a brunch, yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't go to that. You why but would man, you have to wait in a line for an <laughs> There is a line, and I just would never wait in line. And I'm assuming for the they're probably smart this way that the lunches and the brunches are a different price point than the you know big big cash up for dinner. I mean it's it's yeah. pricey for dinner, but I all these young people for brunch, there's no way they can afford. Yeah, and so I the prices must be down during the brunch. They, I think they are. Well, I think they're not down. Let's it's L.A. Let's be real. Um, but they are, <laughs> they are. Um, it's still a, it's it's reasonable. I don't know. Yeah, it's like eighteen dollars yeah. for a meal, okay. and then you get a drink on top of that, and of course the mimosas. I think they have really good food, which is great. Um, they also it's a great do, building. Yeah, yeah and it looks like yeah. they don't do like a service at a table. What you do is you order right up front. And okay. you go and sit. And then that's why there's a line out the door because people are ordering there. I see. So it could kind of trick you. Yeah. yeah. And then you I go sit and there's usually yeah. room and then you they bring you your food. But I did the New I Year's see. Eve um, tasting menu there. Uh, they like oh. up until midnight. And we had like New Year's Eve and they had everyone got champagne at midnight. And it was like a five course meal. I did mm. it by myself at the bar. <laughs> but that it was sounds great. great way to do it. It was yeah. really fun. It was good. So that's a great place. Republic. I know. So. I know you were. You, I know we're going to talk about my upcoming podcast because mm-hmm. you're so on top you of this. You have a podcast just, coming up, starting now. Oh, I see that. That was a. By the way, is this audio only or video as well? Does there's there's some with, video on this. There's podcast. some video which our our lovely um our 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 lovely newsletter subscribers get to get to see. So it's oh, not cool. it's not for everybody. No, we'll, you do, know? we'll do some clips because I, I yeah. otherwise I'll turn off my conquistador lamp because I'm burning kerosene what's it called i called it something today uh well i fill it with the the uh what's it called i can't remember. lamp oil i don't know what, yeah, but, <laughs> what uh, is this lamp going so on you, yeah you guys got to see this lamp regardless you got to yeah, jump we'll on youtube and see craig i mean i'm sure it pops up on instagram too but i saw it today on your uh on your trailer for your show on on youtube yeah. well it, it's funny because i was going to lead to that when you mentioned paul feig because I, and regardless, would love to connect you to him, even though I know you have a friend with him. But I think you and and him would have a blast. Oh, he's so funny! Yeah. Both chatting f- on hilarious. your show. <laughs> oh yeah, he's yeah, he's a character. He, but yeah. he also he he has. Uh, I'm an Anglophile, and he's uh, I, he appears to maybe potentially be an Anglophile as well. But anyways, um, uh, I just wanted to say one thing back to Republic before we get to yeah. the podcast, and we can do whatever you want. But, um. So Megan, um, I know the owner of, of Republic, but I also know uh, Sean, who is the bar manager of Republic and all, there are other restaurants. They have Petty Cash. Mm-hmm. And the one that they have that I really like is over on Pico and it's called Bicyclette. Oof. Yes, I've heard of this. Oh, I'm writing it down so I can remember. Yeah, I've heard of this. Um, yeah, it's, it's a building that that used to house a different restaurant that was before my time or I didn't know it. But, and then, so upstairs, downstairs, you have the bistro, bicyclette, which is, they have this poached egg and a shell with caviar. Oh my God. My favorite. But, but upstairs they open Mansky, which is Walter Mansky, the owner of Republic and all the restaurants. It's, it's his empire. Uh, and it's called Mansky and that's a prefix and that's a pricey one. And it's kind of fun. And I, I've been at the bar there, but Sean is the guy, 
Um, and anyways, it's one of my favorite places. Yeah. Now, uh, it's so funny because you are, are a Carmel lover like I am. And when I saw yeah. something called Bicyclette, I got really excited because I thought Different it was associated yep. yeah, to yeah. one of my favorite restaurants in Carmel called La Bicyclette. And, but still, the fact that it's uh, affiliated with Republique, we're golden. So you, yeah. you, you live by near Koreatown. Do you ever get to do some Korean barbecue? That's, that's well, I, it's a do? little, it's, I'm closer to Larchmont than Korea mm-hmm, town. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that, but it, it's on the, yeah, it's over there. And I don't, I've been to, I, I, I should ask you guys, the, the places I know there are, here's looking at you. Yes. Yeah. They have a, a taste where I think the place next to them, Kin has a tasting okay. menu, same owner. I, yeah, Perfect. I've only been there once years ago, and then I thought they closed, but now they're reopened. Mm-hmm. And then, have you been to the Normandy Club at the Normandy yes. Hotel? Yes, I've been to all the I bars. Know. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> been okay. there. So I have a question. I went there once early, and there was only one other guy there because it was really early, mm-hmm. and I had a nice martini. Then I went, I had to meet somebody somewhere. But do they have food there? I've never ordered food there. I think it's just drinks. Okay, I just can't imagine a bar without food because it would be dangerous, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is in a lot of gotta, places, Craig. <laughs> yeah. You got to eat, man, when you're do drinking. Do you? Do you? Well, yeah. I mean, spe- especially if you're drinking spirit forward stuff and, you I know, like before straight, you know it, you have, for the booze. Go, you know, like that's why Moose One Franks exists. So you can have a good martini and then be like, you know what? I think it's time for a steak or something that could fill, you know, fill me up to the, uh, to that next no, level. Yeah, there's, there's a few down there. Franks. I think there's a place called Franks um, that they don't, they don't have food there's a few bars that are, are foodless bars they have That's to have a different hilarious. license too i think it's dangerous <laughs> i think it's very dangerous noted we'll put that down in your resume <laughs> are, are you a chocolate chip cookie guy by any chance it's funny you ask that it's funny you ask that um i have a segment on my new podcast called the life gorgeous yes and the segment is called lord kilby leadership where i share my exquisite taste. And we also get to know something about the guest. And I crossed out the question today. I went with favorite pie. These are oh, deep, deep questions. That's deep. Wow. That's a little, and I crossed out favorite. I, I crossed out favorite cookie and went, uh, was it best cookie or favorite? I think it was favorite cookie because most people are going to say uh, chocolate chip. So I, I took that out because I thought the pie was more interesting and it was, but, the answer is it's okay. Everyone likes chocolate chip cookie. My w- cookies. My wife loves chocolate chip cookies. I like them with walnuts. Well, yeah. The place that's right? opening up our Larchmont uh, is like legendary. They just bought a space on Larchmont. It's my favorite chocolate chip cookie in the world. It's a place from New York City on the Upper West Side called Levain. And uh, it was just announced that they bought a space in Larchmont. In Larchmont. Near, near, near me. Near Craig near and you. near you. Near me. Um, and they make the most spectacular chocolate chip walnut cookies I've ever had. That's the reason I brought it up. And I'm glad it aligns wow. with your podcast. Oh, gosh. Maybe what else do they have? Me. What else um, do they have there? So they've got some, they've got a variety of cookies. I, I just tell tell folks. You, Is it a cookie place or what? They're known for their cookie. They've got breads too. Um, okay. And, uh, but. It's one of those things where if if you've ever been and you're a fan of theirs and you tell somebody to go and they don't at least get one of the chocolate chip cookie, um, you know you you want to you want to just smack them across the head and at least right. say hey get that first. But they make amazing <laughs> peanut butter cookies. They well no they do and they actually make an oatmeal cookie that doesn't feel like an oatmeal cookie. 
No offense to oatmeal cookies. Yeah. Raising my hand. Um, I don't have a sweet tooth. Okay. I have this. I'm savory. Me I like too. white cheddar. White cheddar popcorn is my mm. go-to snack. But my favorite cookie is, in fact, oatmeal. And my mommy used to make shredded coconut oatmeal oh, cookies stop. instead of raisins. Shredded coconut. For the win, mom. And that is chewy, 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 chewy. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's for the and win. And right I, I love oatmeal cookies. All right, so you, you mentioned the Life Glorious, which, what Gorgeous. a great name. Oh, the, the life, life gorgeous. Life gorgeous. Pardon me. The, the thing is, is your life is glorious. Uh, <laughs> yes. It is glorious. So, based based on the mahogany Tagline. and life the <laughs> and your grand piano, which I am a piano fan, and I haven't had a piano in my home for twenty years, and I miss having one. Um, right. Where did the where did besides inspiration for Megan and I? Where did where did you decide to 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 say finally I'm I'm going to come together and, and put put together a podcast? Oh, I I think the Instagram has been going so well and so it's so positive such a positive thing it's very easy and fun to do there are no meetings you know there are no it's like there's no executives i just i do whatever i want i write whatever i want and uh it's creative it's a creative outlet but for years people wanted me to do a podcast obviously and one of the i could have done one years ago obviously but but i didn't want it was usually you'd have the person uh at your house mm-hmm. you'd, you'd have mm-hmm. a, across from you and I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do it in my garage. I didn't want to do it in my den. I didn't. And then after COVID, ever all the uh, Zoom stuff and split screen. And then I just said, uh, uh, "There's so many people. I'm getting so many DMs from people that want me to do a podcast." So I said I would do it. And I, I do something. Uh, I grew up in Minnesota in the Twin Cities, and. Uh, there's a guy named Dan Barrero who dominates the market on the K fan. And he, he does the drive time from three to six. And I'm on his show every couple months. We talk uh, Timberwolves and Vikings and other movies and, and it's uh, enjoyable. And uh, so I, he encouraged me and, and, and Minneapolis and Minnesota encouraged me to do a podcast as did my followers on Instagram. So we're going to do it. Is it is there going to be a video portion for the guys listening at home or the girls listening at home? How, how could they find your podcast once it drops? Because if I'm not mistaken, uh, today is the lucky, you know, it's an exclusive here that uh, Craig's <laughs> podcast is dropping today. I love saying dropping. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> Turn us off. Get over so, there. Yeah. The, yeah. It's the, yeah. I have because I have this conquistador lamp and the, I'm doing it from my mahogany panel den with the warm lighting. <laughs> It's, it's, it's going to be, uh, there's a video element. Yeah. You go right to, on. Uh, it's on you. It's going to be on YouTube. It's amazing. So it's, uh, I have a YouTube channel and I want the young people to subscribe all your followers. It's mm-hmm. Sir Craig Kilborn, the YouTube channel. And you can also go there and ask me a question. There's a recording where you can leave a message and ask me a question. I'll answer them. On the air during what? the podcast, I went on there and I left a comment today, and I'm like, "Wait, I didn't see a record." Now I got to find that and, wow. and start. Yeah, there's a there's a banner on there, got it, and it says "Leave the message." So you hit Sir Craig Kilburn. There's a banner in the right corner. It says "Leave a message." Oh hell yeah! Yeah, you're more yeah. you're more sophisticated than us. We need yeah, to up I, our game. I think Megan and well, I post podcast recording anytime we're slightly inebriated. We're probably going to drunk dial you and just leave you. You know, yeah. Why not? We sir, should leave Craig a yeah. fun. We have some messages instead of you drunk dialing me like you do. Uh, you know, Friday night have, at ten o'clock. I have three uh, messages. <laughs> we should leave one for Craig. I like that, and and. 
what is the, and I don't want to say angle to your podcast, but what... Uh, premise? What word you. are you looking for? Premise? Prem- yeah, pre- no, pre- yeah, but premises can change. But yeah, no, let's say premise. What, what would be the premise of, of your show? Outline. Did that bother you when she said that? <laughs> this is I mean, now. The, I mean, you know, with, at you like... Without revealing too much, the way she looks at me judges... Looking, I judging. Mean, she was saying in high school I was an A student and you were a C plus student. Pretty That's much. how I took it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You know. I had a two point no. eight. <laughs> <laughs> I got through it. <laughs> uh, so it's called the Life Gorgeous. It's a celebration of my magical life, and I hope that to help others improve their lives as well. I will uh, have my friends on, some of my writer friends on from the old Late Late Show and uh, comedy friends, and I'll have. Uh, some actors on and uh i'm gonna have a guy on uh, like the voice these are good people i like ryan rosillo is uh is gonna be on uh i recorded him he might even be the first guest today we have we have a we have a, another guy from the timberwolves that we're thinking about but we're gonna we're gonna drop these because you like that word there's a gentleman <laughs> who's the voice of the brooklyn nets named ian eagle and i've always liked ian he also works for tnt and he's going to be on one of the first shows. So uh, I'll interview these people. One thing that I do, and we can actually do it right now. Uh, one thing that I do with every guest is I ask them, and I've been doing this for 30 years at dinner over with friends, top five movies of all time. Oh, stressful. Go ahead, Megan. You go first. Stressful. Oh. Now, well, it's very difficult. I don't want to be I'm judged. Putting you on the spot. Oh. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't tell you this beforehand, but this is what I do with each guest. I'm giving you time to think. Maybe. Oh, and, on, and also, <laughs> I also, I also say if it's too much pressure, realize you can change the list five minutes later. If you're like, there I you can't go. narrow it down to five. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I let people honorable mention of two. If you're really struggling, just name three. But anyway, what do you guys think? Well, you want to, you want to, you want to start Eddie because sure. she's, uh, she's, she's, thinking I'll or do you want a second go, to, do think. You want to go megan well megan, I, do you want I, my to... question was best of all time or favorite well your, no, your favorite yeah your, your favorite, favorite five. Oh, okay. yeah because i'm just gonna be judged do, oh, yeah, we're no, all no. gonna be judged do you want do you yeah, want to you ready to go or do you we're want all to go? gonna be judged yeah but, yeah. but <laughs> i like to see if there's an overlap okay titanic, titanic. all right <laughs> all three 50 shades of gray movies <laughs> oh jesus okay well yeah i'm sorry i judged her i judged her sorry about that okay i'm not judging i'm not judging i'm not judging uh-huh and um, Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind. Ooh, great, Done. Yeah, great oh. film. Oh wow, man. that didn't take her long. No, mm-hmm. no, it's gonna take me longer. Uh, okay, let's say I know I know what number one is for me, but I'll, I'll try to think of number five. I think of movies that I can't change. I'm thinking of movies I can I just will watch over and over. Well, again. like a movie that I, I, won't I won't change stop. the channel if yes. it comes on. Yes. Uh, Goodfellas. Ooh. Right, um, that's a that's a good one. People mention that one. Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. It's my that's yeah, my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. That movie will never change the channel if it comes on TV for me. I think actually Eddie Murphy is a really underrated actor as a series. I think he's great. And my favorite movie of all time is uh, Boogie Nights yeah, with uh, Mark Wahlberg and Paul Thomas Those Anderson. Are... Yeah, it's my favorite film. Well, you know, you guys did well for just off the top of your head I, unless you've done this before but that's no. very good i've just no. watched those movies. She's just watched 50 shades of gray a lot a million times i did can't want to hear did you want to hear my phone oh, i was that was gonna be do. the next you read question. our minds so keep in mind i'm a couple of years older than you guys 
Just a couple. Oh, so some of the movies will be a little older. But um, I'm a Alfred Hitchcock fan. I could name five Hitchcock movies, but I'm only going to name one, and that's North by Northwest. Oof. I also yep. love Psycho, Strangers on a Train, Rear Window. It could, the list goes on and on. Uh, the Graduate with Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, thank you. Chinatown. Oh, Chinatown. I haven't seen it. What? I know I need to. Get out of here. Yeah. Tell me. Oh, well, you like it. You know, here's the thing. There's there's film noir movies from the 40s and 50s, and this is a film noir that was made in the 70s, and it's about old-time uh, L.A. and Hollywood with Jack Nicholson, and it's very, very good. Roman Polanski directed it. Uh, okay, then I have a, another old movie called Sunset Boulevard. Oh, yeah. 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 Is that the That's one with very... the old actress? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Correct. And didn't Glenn Close do a broad, the Broadway play of it? She that's may have. She, that's very good. I think she, she may have. have. Yep. Yeah. Sunset Boulevard. Oh, yeah. I'm ready you. for my close-up, Mr. <laughs> DeMille. Yes. Yes. Uh, and now I did. The fifth one is one I rotate around. So I, I, it doesn't necessarily belong in my top five, but I'm putting it there because I like it. I used to have Tootsie there, but this movie oh, was made in 2004. Movie. So this is a more contemporary movie. And I rewatched it a year ago and I went crazy. So I watched it like five more times with my brother. But here, I'm sure you guys will love this if you've seen it sideways yes outstanding it's my dad's favorite movie yeah he talks about it all the time like it's like he's obsessed and we've mentioned it a bunch of times on this show (laughs) just because of the impact it had on the wine industry uh you know when paul Mm -hmm. giamatti improvs the line about effing merlot and how that just affected the merlot business um for for years even still to date i get it from from friends in the wine business so that's That's a great film yeah that's such a great film yeah Wow. You had so, so you mentioned the graduate, and and when I think of the graduate, I think of the iconic musical, you know, musical cue Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. Garfunkel. Yeah, yeah. It is. Is there a better musical cue for you in a film that that like just sticks out to you off the top of your head? Well, gosh, it's a great question. I like saying it's a great question. Uh, Even if it's, it's not, fun. I like it. I'll no, take it I, but because you know they did a number of songs in there, but. I think of theme songs that I like. So there's a song, there's a movie from the sixties called Alfie mm-hmm. with Michael, Michael Caine. And, uh, <laughs> what's it all about? Alfie is the theme song written by Burt Bacharach. And I really like that song. And I mentioned Tootsie and there's a very good song. It might be you, uh, Stephen Bishop sang it. Uh, there was another one. There was a, so I, I think of theme songs. There's a Bowie did one called this is not America for, written by Pat Metheny. And that was for uh, oh, a movie with uh, oh, Falcon and the Snowman. But yeah, I think of, I think of theme songs. I like, I liked uh, when, when Leo did the great Gatsby, I liked that song by Lana, Lana Del Rey, uh, young and beautiful. I haven't seen you know? the, 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 the you've Leo heard great that Gatsby. song. Yeah. You've yeah, heard yeah, that yeah. song. So I'm anyways, curious how they integrate that in a film, especially since I haven't seen it because I know the song. Hmm. I went to the Simon um, and Garfunkel. Garf- no, I went to Paul Simon's um, tribute concert. Oh, I remember you at the Pentagius, right? At the, yeah, within the, I, right in front. I was in the second row, and freaking Stevie Wonder plus the Jonas Brothers plus Garth Brooks, like right in front of me. I was like, "How? What had happened?" I got. Wow. It, it was a seat fillers gig, so I mean, it was classy, but right. I was right up there by all of them. It was pretty epic. I'll never Craig, forget that. To to go back to that's impressive, Megan. I I like that. That was amazing. I was I was yeah. I was like I remember when she shared it. I was like, "Rock on, I Megan." Believe, she's at a I show. I did something really bad though, but I didn't get caught. 
I just, I went, You're so about I, to get I left early, a little bit early, because I knew it was about to end and I don't like crowds. So I started leaving and then I saw a group of girls go towards the stage in the exit. And I was like, I'm just going to follow them. So I started following them um, and I just ended up backstage. And I got on my phone and pretended like I was like working there or walking around. <laughs> and I was backstage with everybody. <laughs> and then I just left. Yeah. I didn't say hi to anybody. I was just like sitting next to like Faith Hill. And like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's hysterical, by the way. No You're, security. Is, so no she's one never told me this one. This question. is great. Yeah. Oops. Good, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Good thing you didn't Seat mention. Fillers isn't going to invite me back to anything now. <laughs> you should have said you were a Kill the Bottle podcast. That's why I you should've. were back there. No, I'm to... here on purpose. Okay. Sorry. Back to you, Greg Kilmore. Well, 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 Craig, I was going to ask you because you, you mentioned before, you know, the, the cool thing about the podcast or one of the cool things is like there's no meetings. Um, you're write whatever you want. You're, you know, you're doing whatever you want in that, in that sense, there's a freedom to that. And trust me, we doing what we do. We love that, that freedom of what we do. What, what was your worst job? Uh, let's think about that. Let's think about that. You mean, I'm you mean like, you mean before I was doing television, like some really bad job I had? Was there Could a be bad whatever. job I mean, during I, television? I cleaned toilets at Winn-Dixie and that is still my motivation uh, when I, when I worked as a bag boy that I had to clean up the grocery store at the end of the night, that is my motivation right. to do anything to, to not do that again. Uh, that yeah, was my there, I worked job. at a restaurant. I worked at a kind of a, a restaurant when I was right out of college and I had to, uh, clean the, the men's room and the ladies room. Yeah. No one's asked, no one's asked me that. It's kind of embarrassing. That's life. I mean, that's what you do, Eddie. You bring it yeah. out of people. Does that does that does that change the way you treat uh, waiters now? Having worked at a restaurant, do you think that, well, that, I'm a that nice helped per- you? I'm a nice person, so I treat everyone really well. I believe uh, it. Yeah, and the restaurant business is tough. Uh, I rarely send food back or wine back, unless I'm trying to impress people. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, try to be nice to people. That's yeah. who I am. That's how I was raised. I'm from the Midwest. I can't help it. Is there is there a dish that you have a challenge not sending back? Like if a steak is really overcooked, like for me, octopus, when it comes in, it's like rubber. It's mm-hmm. almost impossible for me to be like, guys, I'm so sorry just because it's overcooked. And for steak like, for please me. don't pee in my food. It's not that. And and steak is another steak one for, for me, me if it's overcooked. It yeah. Is there is there something for you that that will Unless it's Denny's. turn the coin and you're like, <laughs> all right, I kind of have to send this back? Well, I would say, I'm trying to think, I know I sent something back once, but I can't remember what it was, but I used to drink, drink. I used to eat my, I need, see you guys. It's called kill a bottle. It's all subliminal. I I need a drink. Get a bottle out. (laughs) I I used to eat steaks medium rare Mm -hmm. and I'm a little healthier now. So I go medium or medium well, don't yell at me. Uh, So if it's not cooked enough, I might send it back. Mm, Got it. That's easier because they can just yep. cook it longer. Exactly. I just exactly. I, I get so excited when I spend money on a really nice steak. Like of course, like again, Denny's, I wouldn't send yeah. back the steak. Fam. But like if I'm in a, a steak place and I'm spending a lot of money, like no, this is not. I'm not going to enjoy this. And yeah. I worked I worked hard for this money. This is like eight hours of work. <laughs> that cocktail is one. <laughs> Would you order a steak at Denny's? Yeah, they have steak and eggs at Denny's. Oh, okay. I found that out steak. this morning. Don't ask me how. <laughs> it was a rough night. With my... <laughs> hmm. I, I live right next to tell, but I'm playing with my mic just because it's fun. I, it's, it's a new mic that I got, and I like to adjust the height, and it's kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the perfect how's place it, to do that. How's it sound? Does it sound beautiful? It sounds professional. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it sounds next level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you no, no, it actually great. sounds it guys, sounds great because it helps that you're yeah. in your den. Yeah. There's good. And hold on, let me get my dog as he's yelling at me. 
So, you know, you've, you've got the podcast, great title. And uh, the this Life is- Gorgeous, Craig Kilborn podcast, the Life Gorgeous, Sir Craig Kilborn YouTube channel. A lot of people are flocking there. This is kind of what America wanted, Eddie. <laughs> it's 100% what America. Also, I think America wants an autobiography uh, uh, from Lord Kilby. And wh- I don't uh, know what, the, what would the title be, actually? I have a working title of Above the Fray. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to write something. I've jotted down ideas. I'll have, a, I'll have a book out there one day. I think we, yeah. I would I would I would get a but I want the audiobook. The I, Adventures yeah. of Lord Kilby. Yeah, I want the audiobook. I need the audiobook with your voice reading. <laughs> hey, you guys see uh, the way you, you see talk. the um, the mini series about the making of the Godfather called The Offer. Yeah. I've heard I haven't watched it yet. In it was incredible. Uh yeah. you're yeah, the one that told I've me that. I've been recommending it to everybody and then it's funny cuz you, you. you mentioned Chinatown and yeah. uh I got yeah. on I got on Twitter and I was tagging everybody involved in that production saying that I want to see a similar documentary style show about the making of Chinatown because well not documentary style show pardon me a scripted right. series about right. the making of Chinatown because I can only imagine especially after watching the offer and seeing uh, uh you know Robert Evans's character trying to pitch that idea and the screenwriter I'm, I'm giving away a little bit but uh I was like I was like I can't I need I need to see Something like this about Chinatown with the same actor playing Robert Evans, because I thought that was one of the best performances I've seen in a while. Uh, now, I'm glad you said that now, because why did you know anything about Robert Evans or what he was like? Oh, or yeah. Did you just like or you just like that character. Yeah, no, so, yes, I know a little bit about him, but I had a moment where the, the character, I think his name is Matthew Good. I think that's the name of the actor, British actor who plays Robert Evans. That's correct. He correct. he starts referring to people as Bubby and. Yep. Uh, it, it connected me again to the movie Die Hard. And in the movie Die Hard, there's a character whose name, of course, eludes me right now, but he's like the douchey L.A. Right. lawyer guy, and he starts calling people Bubby. He's like, that Hans, Bubby, and I realize he's doing right. an impression of Robert Evans right. before Hans Gruber blows his brains out in Die Hard. And that was one of those so, moments. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. He's doing a total Robert Evans impression in that movie. So that's, yeah. The reason I, I enjoyed it so much was because of Matthew Good playing Robert Evans, getting his voice down, his mannerisms, because I knew Robert Evans. He was a friend. I hung out with him. I was at his house multiple times. We had dinner multiple times. And he was a character. <laughs> and he was a womanizer. And he was a powerful man who hit rock bottom a few times, but came back and he had that great documentary. The kid stays in the picture. And, uh, so that's what made it very enjoyable for me. Did. So then the performance really, I don't know, you know, everybody has, I guess, a little bit of a artistic interpretation, but, um, did he just really capt- capture that air for you of Robert? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Now I would say this as wonderful as the real Robert Evans is that this guy, this character was even more entertaining because he was always on. Every line he said was funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was so Bob, Bob's not going to be on, on, on like that all the time. But why are you, that's, this, uh, this is a show. So they're only going to show his cool lines and his, you know, his character is. That's going to be a surreal. Polo lounge, you know, getting the table at the polo oh, lounge. Yeah. He used to li- his house was near the polo lounge, the Beverly Hills Hotel. And uh, he was he was great. No, that's what I'm like having a surreal moment like that when you're watching a film or watching a show that's depicted on or based on someone that you actually knew is that's got to be weird. Isn't that not weird? 
Surreal well, little. the thing yeah. about the thing, yeah, the thing about Robert Evans is, yeah, I, I don't know if you guys have seen the kid stays in the picture. That was his documentary. You, you've got to see. I, it. I added it to my to to, to watch list because <laughs> okay. I went I went back and I watched the uh, Godfather one and two again, like yeah. right after I finished the offer. So this so is next. I. So did I. So what happens is, um, uh, he had a he had an audio book before he did the kid stays in the picture. He had the audio book and. Um, People listened to that and it became kind of a cult thing to listen to his, him reading his book and his voice changed when he was older. So the voice that he has in the offer is around when he's 39, 40 years old, and then he's much older and his voice is different. And Matthew Good said that voice intimidated me, but I was able to capture his voice when he was working at Paramount. But in the audio book, he'd, he'd say things like, you think I you, you think I was mad? You think I was mad at him? You bet your ass I was. You <laughs> bet your ass. And that's how he talked when, when he was so he would say these things. And he was just an over the top. I mean, he was just he was great. He was a yeah. he was a legend. He was yeah. he was like a, a legend that almost uh you know, from from the perspective of somebody who didn't discover him until until later in my life, he was he is like the uh the the epitome of a, of the caricature of the the, the Hollywood producer in yeah, a good way, exactly. In yeah. a good way, and you realize now after watching the offer, at least for me, how many times people have just been trying to channel Robert Evans whenever they've been playing this or right. playing that. Uh, right. Yeah, I, th- I think that show needs Emmys across the board, at least nominations. You know, there's so many right. good, so much good TV out there. But I was I was blown away, Craig. That that I think that was, I've been telling everybody that's like the the best show I've seen this year. Yeah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> I could. I, I almost. I. I waited, and I don't know if you ever do this, but I saw the last episode come out, and I was like, "Oh man, I don't want this to end." So I. I waited like an extra couple of days to let myself marinate to get to yeah. the point where I was like, "I can't wait to watch this and turn right. off the lights and turn off everything." Don't call me. I'm watching this at like ten o'clock at night. It, it, are you a Are you a binge show watcher? Do you wait till the show finishes to watch, or do you go week by week? No, I'll. I'll binge if they're if all ten are there. I'll watch two or three in one night. I, I don't. I usually don't watch more than three in yeah. one day. A man's got to sleep. But um, yeah, so I, I that that was that was tremendous. I it's different because the other show that I I liked, which is you know much different, but shot in L.A. is Bosch. So and then they had Bosch Legacy. That's the uh, character who was a cop. And then he yep. Bosch Legacy. He's a private investigator. So I enjoyed that. I like when they shoot shows around Los Angeles and you see Musso and Frank and you see the other places, Formosa Cafe. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I have, a, I have a high school classmate who's on Bosch, uh, Dehuan mm-hmm. Johnson. I haven't seen the show, so I, don't, I can't speak to his character's name, but he went to high school with me. And another good friend of mine who's on the, I guess, Bosch Legacy. And yeah. he speaks nothing but the greatest things about working on that set. Both of them do. It's just, you know. It's always good to mm-hmm. hear that because we've heard so many a horror story of XYZ. Right. And it's good to see that right. there's this this conglomerate of people uh, that, you know, that are like happy to be around each other, like Megan and I. I just did that. So the folks, <laughs> the folks who subscribe to the, like, can, can see her face of, of, in, so great. in, listen. I've been on some, I've been on some rough sets lately. <laughs> I've stormed out. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. You've stormed I'm out. I'm like the lowest on the totem pole. And I'm like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing is I believe that. I know. The, yeah. <laughs> and they won't even notice if I leave. 
doing anyway. here? Like, who, who was that? Who was that? Who was that? Who I was saw that? her backstage at Simon and uh, <laughs> at the Simon at the I'm Paul really Simon important. thing. I don't know what, what she was doing there, talking to Faith. You Hill. should do your your bracket. I I well, so I have a, a couple of questions to warm Craig up um, because. Not that he needs warming up, but we have some... I took the time to look for ridiculous questions. And your your five questions is something that I loved so yeah. much uh, wa- watching. It really, you know, and, and I heard you tell the story on Rich Eisen uh, right. on where that that came from. And right. I, I I don't I don't know. Guys, go listen. Go watch that Rich Eisen uh, that that bit on YouTube of, of Craig telling his story. because It's great. I, I don't have five questions. I have six because, you know, I got to mix it up a little bit. We, I don't want you to sue me. Uh, for having five, so I'll start with. Uh, I know you're a jazz fan, so d- does uh, does a harmonica belong in jazz? I'm going to say off the top of my head, yes, because uh, there are some creative harmonica players. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. Toot Steelsman is one of the greatest jazz harmonica players ever, or just gra- greatest jazz musician. So I'll give you that. Uh, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Um, I'm going to say the pig even though some say they're gentle but i'm gonna say the pig okay that sounds that sounds right to me because they probably Absolutely don't like wrong. The way, <laughs> they don't they don't like the way they look and they're gonna take it out on us yeah, yeah. i knew i knew a few people in high school uh that that yeah that that became police officers that did that all right uh so what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to I was almost going to say auto racing, but I won't. <laughs> that would that was that would not bumper be good. cars. You kind of said it. <laughs> how about how about golf? Oh yeah, oh, that'd be great. Oh yeah, yeah. It's safe enough. We just the crowds have to be. Yeah, as long as they don't let go of the club, or maybe we, we couldn't have a crowd. No there. crowds. No but. crowds. No crowd golf. <laughs> um, okay, who would you prefer to have as a roommate, Rich Eisen, or Chris Berman? Rich Eisen. Ooh, Ooh, that was quick. Chris Berman. Is there a reason? Yeah. Well, they called Chris Berman Boomer. He was very nice to me, by the way. But uh, he doesn't, his volume is always up. You know, he talked, his voice is like that. And that was, you gave me a choice and Rich is such a sweet man. So that's easy. Okay. I know know Rich. I don't really know Chris that much. Uh, What is the worst song ever? (laughs) Oh. Gosh, that is a hard one. Baby Shark cannot be the song that you choose. Sorry. I'm not, I don't, this is not it because it's probably a, a decent song. But when I was in high school, I didn't like it. So I listened to soul music, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Barry White, Prince, when I was in high school. There was a song that I didn't like called I'm Sailing Away. I think it's by Sticks. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I'm Sailing so did, Away. Yeah. Cartman sings like it in South Park very terribly. And yeah. uh, the last of these, the sixth question is, if a Smurf starts to choke, what color will it become? Uh, purple. What color are, are they? Green? They're blue. I don't, I don't. They're blue. They're blue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to turn red or green. Okay. Which one do you want? Uh, oh, yeah. Is there a correct answer? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Megan Megan knows the answer. Bear, bear with me. I, she, she wrote that Green. One. Wrong. Green. It's red. No, red. I don't know. I was just <laughs> okay. I was going to do the opposite of anything you said. Right, so I'm that gonna, was uh, that was my idea. I I was I started writing down these funny things for you, and I got too scared, Mr. Kilborn. Right. I was too scared to ask you. It was going to be a whole list of questions where I just told you no was the answer. Like you, every answer you oh. gave me was going to be wrong, and I was going to give you a reasoning funny. behind it. But I, I just got too nervous. I'm just not there yet. Oh. I'll well, get there nice. next you're time. Too nice to be that so I, I consider you a, a almost like a Mr. a Mr. Minnesotaan, so to yeah. speak. 
Um, and you know, Mister 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 Minnesota. You know, try to say that three times fast. Uh, uh, a Minnesotan doesn't have to be somebody originally from there. It could be somebody that just aligns so much with with that state. And I, I put together a little bracket, Craig. Uh, kind of kind of like a good college football bracket. But I I want to see you know I want to see who comes out as Mister or Miss Mrs. Uh, Minnesota. Okay. So I'm just going to give you a couple pairings, a few, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll go down the line and see who ends up, uh, you know, who reigns supreme. Does that work for you? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to follow you. All right. So first uh, is Prince versus Judy Garland. So what is what is the game? I'm who's supposed more, to say who is the most, most Minnesota? Minnesota well, I want to find you know Pitbull is Mister 305. Oh, I want to find oh, out who is most Minnesota. Okay, that's Prince. Okay, so Prince. Okay, so bye bye Judy Garland. All right, we got that. Oh, that's um, aggressive. Yeah, I know. Uh, Lord Kilby or F. Scott Fitzgerald. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Wow, you took you out of the game. Of the you took game. yourself out of the game quickly. All right. Wow. wow. Yeah. All right, that's okay. There's a part of me that that could have argued that I, you know, now I, I care so much about. I've reconnected with my state. It never left me. And when he, I don't think he kept a connection. He was on the East Coast writing. Yeah, but, most uh, people are going to listen and be like, F. Scott Fitzgerald is from Minnesota. Um, yeah, he, Vince yeah. Vaughn or the Coen brothers? Coen brothers. Coen brothers. Okay, yeah. I always think Vince Vaughn, I think Chicago. Um, sure. Kirby Puckett or Charles Schultz? Kirby Puckett. Okay. He, w- he won a World Series. He did. He did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> did, he won like two, right? Reasonings. 87 and two. 92. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jessica Lang or Jessica Beale? Jessica Lang. Yep. King Kong for the win. Okay. Uh, Bob Dylan, John Madden. Bob Dylan. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Then we get there. I didn't realize there were so many amazing folks from Minnesota. Uh, Leah Thompson or Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I don't know. That's a. I don't know. Uh, I, is there a correct answer there? Because I don't have. A, I'm going to say the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Wrong. I don't really. No, we're not. <laughs> this is this is your. These are your feelings here. Absolutely um, not. I don't know those two people that well. Randy Moss or Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. Wow, that was quick. Oof, that well, was... I like him more, but others will say Randy Moss, greatest, second greatest receiver of all time after Jerry. Hard Rose. stance. Uh, okay, so now we're we're going down the line. We've got Prince and the Coen Brothers. Mm. Uh, Prince. Prince. Okay. I, I like this. Who's going to win? Um, F. Scott or Kirby Puckett? Kirby Puckett. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Lang or Red Hot Chili Peppers? Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. Okay, Minnesota. And Tootsie, one of your favorite films. Right. Um, right. Carl Anthony or Bob Dylan? Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, we're, we're, we're down to the wire here. Uh, we've got <laughs> Prince or Jessica Lang. Prince. Okay. Ooh. All right. And then uh, Kirby Puckett or Bob Dylan? I put money on this. Don't F this up. <laughs> Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. <laughs> wow. So it comes down to musical gods. Uh, Prince and Bob Dylan. What do we got? So so it's been said about Bob Dylan that in 100 years, his music will still be talked about. I'm going to go Little Red Corvette. Prince. <gasps> yes. I was, you know, I was hoping it would come down to you versus Prince, but you know, Doomy Baby. Oh, such a legendary song. So, yeah, no, yeah, we got it. He was, he was right. I mean, it is Prince. I thought it was Bob Dylan. Yeah, you, you thought it was Bob. Did you even know Bob Dylan? A lot of people love. uh, Everyone loves Bob Dylan. I mean, all my friends love Bob Dylan. 
It's so funny. I, I love Bob Dylan, but he's, he's one of those people that uh, I always hear somebody covering his music and I end up liking it more than his interpretation of it. But that's right. just my musical taste. Um, yeah, he's, it's a different, it's a different kind of, he, he, his singing voice is an acquired taste, but he's a wonderful songwriter. One of the greatest. Yeah. yeah so he's like a, my American favorite songs poet. is, um, don't think twice by Bob Dylan. That's my favorite. And that and Blackbird by the Beatles, just simple, easy. That's right. You told that to Martina McBride and she loved that song too. Yeah. 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 What's your favorite song? Mr. Which Kilburn. One? What's that? What's, What's your, your favorite, favorite song? song? You mean of of any particular artist? Yeah. What do you mean? I, I you can mean, name oh, my two favorite songs ever over anything ever. It's Bob oh, Dylan. Oh, I've never. Yeah. Oh, you're you're saying, but what's my favorite Bob Dylan song? No, ever. Song ever. and it, yeah. oh, I I I can't do that. I've never thought of that. <laughs> I have, I have, so, I have so many favorite songs. I mean, I listen to a lot of jazz. I listen to Bill Evans. There are beautiful song, old standards. There is no greater love. Um, uh, around midnight, there's a song called Blue and Green that's very melancholy. Um, I Loves You Porgy, uh, which is a beautiful song. And then, uh, uh, let's see, I like, I'll tell you a song I like that we all can relate to. And this is, uh, I like Rainbow Connection. Oh, yeah. It's pretty, isn't it? It's really, that's kind of, that's the same backing to my, um, to why I like you know, Blackbird and Don't Think Twice. It's it's just mellow. It's pretty, it's simple, and it's it's genius. Wait a second. Did you just did you just say your t- two songs? Or? Yep. Okay. Did you say Blackbird? Mm-hmm. Is that the Beatles song? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So <laughs> is it thoughts? There's a, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> no, I was like, what are your thoughts? <laughs> did, did you, well, I have I have thoughts on that. I have thoughts on that. Um I really, I do like talking music and it's interesting. It's very personal for people, but I was on a a podcast as a guest, uh, my friend, Alex Sulkin and Goldie. These are my two buddies who are writers, Alex Sulkin. They were both on my show on air, but they were very funny writers. They write for family guy and Alec wrote the movie Ted with Seth MacFarlane and, uh, and he likes music and I mentioned a singer that he didn't know he shouldn't know. He's an underrated singer, and his name is Kenny Rankin. And uh, are, are you in front of your computer right now? Sure. Right, can, can you can you go to YouTube? Is that the fastest way to do it, or is Spotify? What's the fastest way for you to hear this guy's voice? But he does sing Blackbird, and I wanted you to hear the song that I like. You never heard a song called When Sunny Gets Blue, have you? Mm-mm. Oh. Uh, does it work if I play it over my phone or not? Yeah, you could try that. Just put your phone into the um, into the mic. Kenny Rankin nice popped mic. up here. We've got uh, What Matters Most, Regrets, Strings, The Way You Look Tonight, Haven't We Met. Nope. If you play uh, it um, via wow, your phone, I'll... I can cut in the actual little clip of it, too, so people could hear it better. Oh, well, did, is it easy if Eddie just plays it? If yeah, I tell that's him easy, too. Or... Yeah, we sure. can do it. Okay, so... so uh, First, do when Sonny gets blue at Kenny Rankin. Bam. Uh, I want you to hear this guy's voice. He, he's, I think he passed away, he, but he, he was underrated, and, but some of us knew him. Hmm. I can't find when, the, when Sonny gets blue. I see when the sun it, comes I out. I have it here. Do I have to put my Bluetooth on or just play this through the mic? You can just play it, put it up to the mic. Yeah. Okay, just one second. I just want to see something. 
That's what I try to say. Okay. Um, Do you have an iPhone? Yeah, listen to this. Watch this. When sunny gets blue, our eyes get gray and cloudy. Then the rain begins to fall. Okay, what do you what do you think of that guy's voice? See, <laughs> see, I you, you I take don't me think back. Blackbird is I don't think Blackbird is as good. Uh, but, but as that one, but let me see when he does black. Oh, yeah. Okay, just a sec. So he plays guitar as well? Mm-hmm. This is for Megan. The underappreciated producer of Kill the Bottle. You could speak more to the mic, sir. That'd be much appreciated. <laughs> Long intro. Yeah, it doesn't Long sound like intro. Blackbird at all yet. Yeah, let him, let him, let him. Mm-hmm. I just want you to hear his voice. He's got a voice, man. Yeah, Kenny Rankin. Great. He's under. He's underrated. I'm under, telling you. Under Rankin, Kenny Rankin. <laughs> underrated well, it, Kenny but Rankin. that's so, that's so cool because there, there's so many times you'll find uh, they'll find artists like that that you know for some reason or another whatever that is they're not as uh, you know in 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 played it on popular radio even if it's just popular jazz radio you don't hear as often. Yeah, I and love it's great those fun discoveries. Things. Yeah, I, I just my dad knew about him. We grew up. I grew up in Minnesota, I, and then I saw him. I was living in out of college, living in San Francisco, and he was again. He wasn't. I saw him locally in Hartford at a perform at a bar when I was working at ESPN. So he played smaller venues, but I was out of college, living in San Francisco, and there was a local morning show in San Francisco, and Kenny Rankin was on. So I watched it on television, and he said, "I'm going to do a song, and it's for." He named a woman. Uh, that he was, and he's dedicated it's to her. Uh, let's say her name is Angelina, who lives between the beats of my heart. And then he sang this song, but I love that. Who lives between the beats of my heart? Oh, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Deep. Yeah, and and, you, and then you wonder, you're like, has he said this before? Or did he just come up with that one? <laughs> no, no, he no. That that's a line that he worked on. But I thought it was. I hey, was like, that's Eddie, Eddie in the offer. When Ali McGraw comes over, you know, she's now having the affair with Steve uh-huh. McQueen and she comes over to Bob at Bob's house to talk to him. So he's got the he dinner big, set up for her. He's got the dinner set up and he says a line and I might, I might twist it, but he said, Allie, I could, I could paint your face blindfolded. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, that was man. poetic. It's yeah, yeah. It, it's, there was so many beautiful, I can't tell stress enough folks like go, you know, if, if, just get Paramount Plus for a month and watch How that about, series. Right. How about at the end, at the premiere, the episode 10 mm-hmm. in New York, Allie shows up and Kissinger shows up for Bob. Oh, man. 
and you see Charlie, uh, Charlie, who was the head of, yeah, of Paramount. Bloodhorn, Bloodhorn. Yeah. Yeah. And you see his reaction because, uh, you know, he, he wanted that moment. And Bob, Bob is the guy who just delivered. He was, you know, he yeah. was like Carl Malone. He just, he was the mailman. He delivered. Despite and- his uh, Coke problem, uh, <laughs> he had some issues, but he overcame them. Good for him. You he, know? Yeah, I was, I was, it's funny, you were playing the, uh, you know, want, wanting to play Kenny Rankin, and it brings me back to, I, I, what, do you have a jazz spot that you like to check out from time to time here in LA? Because I grew up, my dad's you know, a jazz musician. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I, I used to go to the one on Sunset. Uh, I saw a couple people there. I saw John Pizzarelli. I saw um, McCoy Tyner, great oof, piano player. Played with Miles. Oh, you know him. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't know you would know him. Oh, I'm yeah. glad I mentioned his name. Uh, but um, yeah, so I don't have a I don't have a go to spot. I don't have I I listen to it every morning in my club chair when I have my coffee. I listen to Bill Evans, who was a piano player. Oh yeah, and uh, he was tremendous. I'm I'm shifting gears for music because I was just reminded of something. Uh, in 1985, I know this will tell you how old I am, which I'm very proud of. I look I look pristine. Yeah. But I moved to uh, San Francisco to live with my brother. I was out of college, Montana State. And my brother was actually, he's a software engineer, but like a lot of people, he was writing music at the time. And uh, a song came out, and that summer, it was my favorite song. And my, my brother and his friend always said, hey, your song, that's your song. We'd go to clubs and stuff. Kate Bush running up that hill. Wow. That's, and yeah. that's making a huge comeback. Talk, I talk just about our everyone, comeback, everyone's yeah. covering it on YouTube because of the show. I'm covering it. And, I just uh, learned it. I just learned yeah. it. I did. I, mean, I, I was six years old. I, rem- I remember that song. But... Running up that road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's such a good song. Talk about and what? Well, you know, but the, back then in the 80s, there was a, uh, a group called Talk Talk, and they did a, yeah. a song called It's My Life. Mm hmm. And uh, it was covered by uh, Gwen Stefani. Oh. And I told my niece, and she's like, I thought that was Gwen Stefani's song. Yeah. She covered it? It's not an original? I said, no, it was from a group in the 80s. <laughs> well, it was, it was like that it's moment. It's always the come to Jesus moment where when, McCartney, when those youngins realize that. <laughs> well, McCartney went on stage with Kanye West, and people were asking who that old guy was with Kanye West. Doing, <laughs> con- I know. I know. It was one of those moments where I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, yeah. yeah. It was one of those. It was one of those moments. I know. It, it is hilarious. It's like, it, you won't know this, but uh, you won't know this name. Or well, maybe you won't know either of them. But in the 90s, in, a, in an interview, um, I have to remember his name, uh, uh, Albert Brooks. Oh, yeah. Said, we're all insignificant. No one under 30 knows who Jack Benny is. So he was naming a comic from the you know, mm-hmm. 50s. And, uh, but I don't know if you know either of those names, but it is true. People forget new artists come and, uh, that's the way it is. Well, no, Albert Brooks is, he's great. He's, uh, I can't yeah. remember the name of the film where he's dead and he's like in heaven, but he's like, he's in like some, I don't know, some like, uh, some like paradox world. And Albert Brooks is in the after, I don't even, it might be called afterlife. He's brilliant, brilliant comedian. I was going to, I was going to tell you if you haven't heard it yet. Uh, for, well, first of all, before I even tell you that, do you, do you play piano? Cause I know you have a piano. No, my my uh, mom played piano, and then uh, a lot of my friends do. So I wanted to get one. Okay, okay. So I have one. Fair enough. No, fair, fair. Because uh, I, one of the most beautiful pieces of jazz music, in my opinion, is a a, a piece by Bill Evans, and it's called "Turn Ooh. Out the Stars." And uh, I'll 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 DM you a, a link to it so you, so you can hear him play it. But uh, 
I was given that sheet music, like a transcription of his exact performance, this particular live performance. And talk about, you know, being humbled by a piece of paper as a kid studying piano when you see what this person was was playing straight off the top of his head just based on a chord progression and and the way jazz works. It, it, I don't know. I'm sorry. There's a, yeah. There's a chance I might know. Yeah, there's a chance I might know the song. I don't know the name of it, but if I hear it, I might know it. I'm going to look it up or you can send it to me. But uh, he was apparently very special with his his chord structure. And he he Mm -hmm. had a different sound. And that's why I mean, I I have a Pandora Bill Evans station and when my friends come over. I just have it in the background. They go, what is this? This is wonderful because it's very soothing and calming and beautiful. And uh, yeah, so music, it's just, uh, it's great. Well, you know what else is soothing and calming and beautiful? Craig's voice. Yes, and he has a podcast <laughs> That's right. that we're all Thank super you. excited yeah. about. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Oh, Thank yeah. you. And his podcast comes out today. Today. Today, as yeah. in today. Come back to us. Go to him, then come back here. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know. Talk about it and, and, you know, but, uh, so Craig, is it is it exclusive to YouTube, or are folks going to be able to see it or hear it no, anywhere No, it's else? on all the places. Apple, all Spotify, okay. everywhere, everywhere. Got it. So Life it is, Gorgeous. Craig Kilborn Podcast, The Life. The Life Gorgeous. And on YouTube specifically, it is his Lord, uh, Lord was it Lord Kilby channel? On, on YouTube, it's Sir Craig Kilby. Sir, Sir Craig Kilby. Craig Kilby. Yeah. Sorry, I keep channel. calling you Lord Kilby because I don't know. It makes well, me Well, there's so many laugh. names. Maybe I could simplify it, but I'm having too much fun. And my, my <laughs> wife says simplify it, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Craig, it, it sincerely is such a such an exciting. Uh, I've been so excited today. To, to get Thank to you. chat with you again. It's, it really is so much fun. We didn't uh, even talk hoop to this time. I made, no. I did that on purpose. I am so Good. fighting myself. It was hard for me to put Carl Anthony Towns' name in the bracket. Okay. Because I was like, I was did, like, did I want to, uh, I want to talk Rudy you, Gobert with him. I, wanna I wanted t- to know. So, so make sure you listen to the podcast with Ryan, which might be the one today. Okay. Uh, we're going to decide in, in moments, but we, he ripped the Rudy Gobert trade. And then I, 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 he's a friend of mine. And I went after him delicately and I told him why he was wrong. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Cause Carl needs help up there. Oh, he, yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to get guys up in that cold market, small market of Minnesota. And we, we had to give up. So I don't, I don't like how many draft picks, but I think it's going to work out really well. I think it's going to help Carl. Well, when you added it, was he defensive player of the year more, yes. more than once? Yeah. Yes. When you add that to your team, I think, I think you did something, you know, you have to, you have to g- give up to receive. Especially yeah. nowadays, few few times exactly. can 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 Pat Riley pull off a magic move where where he gives up exactly. like nothing and gets a, a star in back. So, uh, Craig, the one thing we don't get back in life is time, and we want to thank you so much for spending a little bit of your precious, gorgeous time with us, folks. Please check out Craig's new show. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him. At, well, just don't follow him when you see him on the street. Uh, you know. <laughs> If you see him on Larchmont Village, just be nice, be friendly, and you know don't photobomb his stare selfie video. Stare, stare awkwardly like Megan would. Uh, Craig, it really means the world to us, and we're so happy to be able to support you, and I really can't wait Thanks, to man. hear your show today, and, and I can't wait to see it on YouTube. I subscribed already, so folks, do the same. Like, subscribe, Thanks, rate, comment, review. rate, review. Everything Yay. makes an impact, whether you think it doesn't. It really does. Yeah, thank Thanks you. again, Craig. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Good to see you again. Good you too. To see you.